It's your turn to be afraid. Are you a fan of things that go bump in the night? Chills up your spine, paralyzed by fright. Thrilled by horror at the center of a chat. Then welcome to the Nerds from the Crypt podcast. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us here on Nerds from the Crypt podcast. Horror news number two with your host, Saul. And Greg. Yep. And, uh, you know, we did this once uh, about what? Uh, Two months ago, almost, yeah. and um, it was actually a pretty good show. I um, got good feedback. We're thinking about going ahead and doing it again, so here we are. And we're going to do something a little bit different this time around. We what? still haven't prepared. We still haven't prepared. Uh, we, we, we're just going off of what wherever we find on the internet here about horror news. But we have two guests here. First, I want to go ahead and um, introduce our first guest, Ryan. Ryan, how are you doing today? Good, man. How are you doing? I'm doing good. So uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, what is your, your background? Uh, okay. So uh, I've been doing comics for, oh, Jesus Christ, I have to do math. Uh, 12 <laughs> years now. I was told there'd be no math. Um, Sorry, man, there's math. <laughs> damn it. Yeah. I, uh, about 12 years all in all. Uh, I started as like a newspaper style gag a day web cartoonist. So I think like, you know, a peanut style strip. Mm-hmm. Um, for about eight years, uh, made the jump to my first graphic novel about three and a half years ago, and uh, I'm just now getting ready to put uh, pencil to paper on uh, my next big graphic novel series. So, okay, so we'll ask you some questions on that in just a second here. But what Ooh. is your your background with horror? Like, have you always liked horror, or is it something new? Love hate relationship with it. So. <laughs> I, uh, he's out. Oh, let's let's cut him. Let's cut him. He's out. No, no. <laughs> here's why. Actually, I bet you, Greg, you'll actually probably fall in a similar boat. Um, so I've always had a very, very active imagination, which is why I make comics. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm also like a legit, you know, diagnosed insomniac. And uh, <laughs> when I was like six or seven or so. Um, my stepbrother was supposed to be watching us. Long story short, he decided to put on uh, the people under the stairs. Ah, the Craven. Yeah. Well, Classic. our house was one of like a real crappy house like that with all the creaks and like all the hidden panels and stuff. And it scared me to death. <laughs> like, Terrifying mutants. To no, no freaking end. And, of course, I wasn't supposed to see it, so I couldn't tell anybody what the hell I was freaked out about. (laughs) And because of that, it's like I wouldn't go near horror movies for a couple of years because it's like, oh, my God, if that was just the first one, like, what the hell's here? (laughs) But in the same boat, you know, about fifth grade, uh, I read It. Um, Oh, yeah. And I've been a lifelong, like, Stephen King fan. So for me, my, my real gap seems to be I absolutely love horror books. Um, I'm, I, I like, you know, horror uh, movies and stuff now, but that was a slow get because if I couldn't control the imagery in my head, that, sorry, that crap just ran wild and like would haunt my ass. So <laughs> it's, it's, it's a love hate, but there's a lot of love. Well, I've always said, um, oh, and for as me, as um, I prefer to read horror because yeah. it actually scares me more than uh than a movie because the movie is totally t- I, it tells me what the monster looks like it tells me what's gonna do but mm-hmm. when i'm reading it 
I had to kind of like build it in my head. Mm -hmm. And then of course my, my imagination starts to, to um, take over and like, well, what if it does this? But what if it does that? Whereas in the movie kind of constra constrains what it can and can't do and stuff. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. I mean, I mean, that makes perfect sense. Plus <laughs> you get to decide if it's like, okay, I need a break or if you want to dig a little bit more in and shit too. So, yeah. yeah, I'm right there with you. <laughs> or sometimes that brain, the brain of ours just keeps going and it's like, just stop. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like you're, you're in the bathroom, taking a shower, something's crawling out of the drain. You're like, what is this real? Is it not? I mean, it happens to me every day, but well, I'm in Texas. So we have these Texas oh. bugs. <laughs> oh my God. You can like, like the, the mosquitoes, you can literally hear them flying around your, your head. And when they land, you can never, <laughs> like they're huge bugs yeah they're huge big boys uh, not not nothing compared to the ones in mexico mexico they're even bigger so oh my gosh yeah <laughs> so you said you had um something you were working on and and uh about to release uh yeah uh it's a uh probably it's looking like a three book series now it's uh called the night crew um i don't have the elevator pitch but i could read the log line if that works for you go ahead go ahead all right, so uh, the logline for it is uh, when the Diamond Dogs teenage guitarist is murdered in the summer of 1986, his bandmates Ricks to, to find the killer in their sleepy lumber town. Daniel Rhodes, the band singer, believes that they've failed. And when he returns to his estranged father's home later on, he finds that he's inherited a house filled with decades of research and a second, excuse me, and a second chance for justice. Nice. So, it's a uh, murder mystery in two decades. Nice. That sounds pretty cool. And when, what are we looking at here as far as um, release? Are, are you going to release it through like Kickstarter? Or are you going to release it through a uh, publisher? How, how's that going to happen? So the game this time is to try to ship it to everybody. Um, I've been working on behind the scenes to try to develop a, uh, a sales kit for it that I can send off. Because um, ideally, I'd love to find a home for this one. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, but if that isn't the route, then absolutely I'll do the the Kickstarter thing. I, my last one was Kickstarter. It's so it's successful. a fun experience. Yes. Yeah, it's a good experience, but I'd still rather just for uh, the reach of being able to try to get this out there with a wider net. I want to go. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. Yes, and yes. Uh, we actually have a second guest here. Um, we have Edward joining us as well. Hello. How's it going? Hey. Uh, so, Edward, uh, right. give us a little bit of background on um, on you. I uh, went to a couple film schools, uh, didn't do much for years, just been writing in the background. And uh, about a year ago, I started fully committing to myself to writing comics. Okay, okay. And as far as um, horror goes, how, uh, are you a, a fan from Little? Isn't your Little? Or are you... Are you do you love horror but hate it like uh, like Ryan here? <laughs> uh, funny thing, uh, I didn't watch any horror at all. I was scared. I saw Jaws when I was younger, and I was terrified of horror films. And finally, I mustered up the courage. Probably around, finally watched something. I watched uh, Nightmare Before Elm Street, and <laughs> from that point on, for years, that's almost all I watched. Freddy, Freddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, uh, Freddy, um, well, Nightmare on Elm Street, um, Dream Warriors, um, number three, the third one. Um, that's my favorite of the mm -hmm. of the of the, all, of the of the series. So, 
uh, I think that's the one where we actually he's still pretty scary, not funny. He's a little funny there, but he uh, he's still getting his morphine on. You know, he's actually doing the stuff <laughs> we get to know know him by later on and and stuff. So, yeah. Um, so, what are you um, working on right now, or what are do you have something going on right now? Um. Oddly enough, I'm actually trying to adapt the story into a series. I have the first three issues written out. Um, I'm halfway through the first issue, and that's where I'm at. Cool, cool. So what is, what, what um, are you adapting now? Oh, the story for uh, the anthology. I guess you guys haven't brought it up yet. Oh, okay, okay, okay. The because um, you're gonna be you're uh, Ryan is you're you're on it as well, right? Um, you're gonna be on Cthulhu's Hard to Spell. Yes, I am. Yeah. Okay. So uh, we we just had an interview with Russell about that, and uh, this this uh, podcast or this episode will be going out. Uh, we're recording this on a Saturday. We're gonna it's gonna be going out next uh, next Saturday. But, Future. Um, <laughs> so, um, but Edward, uh, what what story um, do you do you have in that in that um, anthology? Well, the story is called the Dunwich Boys. Um, it's about. It's, uh, based on uh, the Goonies, actually, uh, the Goonies set in a Lovecraft universe, and uh, focuses on three boys who uh, come across a, a scary house in Dunwich. So you're you're getting that concept, and you're you're going ahead and and expanding it into its its own series. Yes, sir. Okay, cool, awesome. Uh, so I'm gonna play uh, Pout Papa here for a second. Um, so I've known Eddie and his family for. God, probably 10 years. Uh, they've come always every year at Emerald City and Rose City Comic Cons and say hi and everything else. And uh, because I'm in the anthology, I had a chance to see all the stories early. And I want to do it kind of out here in public, but I want Eddie to know that uh, he killed it. He should be proud of himself. I know it's uh, it's taken a bit for him to get the the right story and the vibe and the confidence to to put something out there and really do it. And I'm proud of him for doing it. And I'm I'm even more proud that it doesn't suck. Like I don't have to lie; he did a great job. <laughs> I know. Ah. So, it, well, thanks a lot. You know, I I contribute to both you and Greg. Actually, um, you guys inspired me to finally uh, put myself out there. So, uh, oh, I wasn't asking that's for a pen contribute that, to you guys. <laughs> no, no. I'm no. Tell me more about how awesome I am. That's all I was trying to do there, no, Eddie. You. <laughs> Ryan's right though. Your your story, your start your story is like just super fun to read. And then just the art that marries to it is like uh, looking through the book, one of the things that Russell highlighted was that the the book has a different look for every story, which is obviously the truth with any anthology. But with your story, it has that that levity and fun to it, but also the action adventure and it and it keeps it 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 just definitely keeps uh, a young reader or a reader of any age wanting more. So if you're, if you're definitely blowing this out to something bigger, then um, I'm super excited to see that too. Yeah. I appreciate that. That means a lot to me. Um, yeah. Let's hope I can keep on expanding on that. Uh, that was the goal. Woo. Doing awesome. it. Hey, yeah. And you're actually, you're actually what uh, number two in the, in the, uh, in the anthology, the second story. Yes, sir. Yeah, so, sir. Yeah. Um, and it's good to, to hear that you're uh, expanding that into its own little series here. So uh, I'll, I'll I'll be more than happy to, to have you back on when you when you're ready to talk about that series. All right. Yeah, I, I got addicted to the characters. I, I I guess I couldn't leave them behind, and I just kept on writing them. 
<laughs> it happens. All right. So, um, like I said, we're going to be doing the the horror news, and like I said, we'll we'll come back and, and talk about a little bit more about about your guys' stuff and the work. But um, let's just dive in. Anyone have anything in particular they want to that they've seen? Uh, anything that that you want to talk about before I, I go into the uh, Google chat here or Google um, search? Um, I'd say my big one is I don't know if you guys have had a chance yet, but have you seen the the new Castle Rock? TV show? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. I'm about an episode behind, but but, um, Greg and I um, talked about it in, uh, what was it? What was it? A couple weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, When I think the first two episodes or three episodes were out because they released the three episodes in in, um, all at once. And then at that time, I didn't even know. We just talked about one episode. (laughs) Is it worth it? Like, I mean, am I getting myself hyped up to get bummed out or? Oh, I love it. Yeah, yeah, you're getting yourself ready for something good. Oh, thank God. Yeah, I and oh, sorry, man. Go ahead. No, no yeah, uh, Bill Skarsgård uh, comes out in it, which uh, if you've seen the the new yeah. it, uh, man, I didn't know how tall, how massively tall he was, and how lankly he is. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> he's pretty scary without the without the the Pennywise. Um, yeah, that's yeah. Get, get your get your uh, King Thesaurus dictionary and encyclopedia set out because uh, <laughs> this is laden with Easter eggs. Easter egg um, here and there, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're not even hidden. They're just uh, no. they'll just hit you in the face with them. Exactly, I love it. And and we're not just talking like straight up like little bits of uh, of of King stories, but some of the actors and actresses, uh, people that are playing roles in this uh, this series. Uh, come right out of other other flicks and and TV shows, so it's it's epic. So if I don't see Kathy Bates, I'm going to be pissed. That's what you're saying. Well, <laughs> I mean, I didn't say that, but I mean, <laughs> I mean, but they they do allude to like they allude to like Cujo. They allude to um, I, well, I guess Needful Things happens in Castle Rock, right? I don't know. If, yeah, I don't. That's, um, that's the last Castle Rock story. Yeah, and well, yeah, because I think the what the whole kind of town kind of collapses in itself or something like that yeah um, yeah so um so yeah so it's it's well shawshank of course shawshank is like right up in center up center in, in this in castle rock um mm-hmm. but you'll, you'll see you'll see a lot of easter eggs either people talking about cases that's happened or stuff that's happened in the past oh. and, and and things like that so um I, I know to some people that's just like a lot of fan service but it you know I, I think the people who love Kings and Kings work um, will, will enjoy all that fan service. It's not um, sometimes it'll pay off. Sometimes it's just a mention here and there. God, I'm so pumped. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've been sitting here writing for so long. And when I write, I don't watch other TV shows and stuff. Cause you don't want to accidentally throw stuff in and not realize mm-hmm. you, you cribbed it. So I haven't had any TV. That's not like sports or like the freaking shopping channel. But if that's um, what you write about is sports in the shopping channel, dude. Uh, you'd be surprised. They've <laughs> <laughs> gotten in there at times. I've had to take them out. I'm very susceptible like that. So uh, now that I'm drawing, I can finally start. And uh, since that one was announced, I've been dying to watch it because, I mean, King is a big reason I do what I do. And uh, God, that's just good because the last couple uh, TV things have been a real letdown for me. So. <laughs> uh yeah so we so we have castle rock um i don't know how many episodes we still have left that's going to come out I don't, i'm not really sure exactly how how many episodes it's going to be but you you have the hulu model which is uh released uh week by week mm-hmm. rather than the netflix model where 
you get them all at once and you can just binge them all. And I, I, I see the, the ups and down uh, to both uh, Netflix. You can just watch it all as you can Netflix uh, Hulu. You have to kind of wait every week to get it back, back into it. Um, the only thing is that if you watch, you binge watch the whole Netflix, you kind of have to wait a whole year or more before it comes back out. Mm-hmm. Whereas Hulu, um, it takes about two or three months to finish watching it. And then it's only about six months, seven months until it comes back again. So, <laughs> so, you know, ups and downs. Um, I did see that uh, Jessica Chastain has finished um, her or, or filming her part of it too, chapter two. Sweet. Uh, mm-hmm. I hope that doesn't mean that she's only in there for a short amount of time. Because uh, as far as far as I know, she's the only one that that um, has finished or wrapped up her her scenes. Uh, well, if they stay even remotely true to the book, that shouldn't be the case. Yeah, um, I don't I don't know because Andy Bean is going to play uh, Stanley, mm-hmm. and from what I understood, he's going to be there for a bit so i don't know what, how what they're going to do and i won't give it away right because well even even though the book's been out for a long time um, <laughs> and spoilers Man. shouldn't be an issue with it but you know <laughs> it's been around for a while <laughs> if you're listening to this and haven't read it what the hell's wrong with you <laughs> if you haven't read at least go get the audible audible books yeah actually that's a fantastic audiobook I actually I bring that one out every October. That's when I'm doing like the October nice. stuff. That's that's a great listen. So I highly suggest that one. Now that you threw who that out, the, who is the uh, narrator on that? <sighs> is it Barnes? I think I think. Oh no, it's Patton. I think it's Will Patton is who Stephen King normally uses. I'm pretty sure it's Patton. Have Have you ever um, read uh, Eleven Twenty Two Sixty Three? Yes, mm-hmm. second favorite. So- yeah. I read it's it's my it's my favorite of the modern uh, King novels, and um, not only did I read it, but I also heard it on audiobook with Craig Wasson. Yeah, and he tore it up on on that. I actually haven't physically read that one. That one was all audiobook. It's a giant book. <laughs> it is huge. It is huge. Not as big as uh, I don't think it's as big as uh, Under the Dome, but oh yeah, Under the Dome is is giant too. <laughs> um, takes up too much shelf. Yeah. Any, anything you want to add in here, Edward? Uh, just on the Stephen King uh, topic, um, I guess I was always more into Dark Tower and everything connected to the Dark Tower. So, yeah. Uh, Did you watch the the movie? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. That, that, they made a movie. Unfortunately, <laughs> yeah. wait, what? Yeah. Right. <laughs> when was this? I didn't see anything. Oh my! It was with Idris Elba, Elba, and um, <laughs> and uh, Idris was the the gunslinger, and uh, Matthew McConaughey was uh, the um, Randall Flag, the man in black. Yeah, uh, yeah, and um, it didn't do so well. <laughs> no, <laughs> that sounds like I was really rooting for it. Well, it's uh, Sony has a way of really messing things up. Um, and it was within. It really was within that time frame where everything was really, really, really bad. Yeah. Um, hopefully they might they they turn it around with Venom. Um, yeah. Which I mean, I mean Venom can can 
technically be horror, right? I mean, I don't know how what, what they're gonna do um, yeah. in the movie, but it, yeah, he's an anti-hero or whatever. I'm not sure exactly how they're gonna do it, um, but, but I see him murdering people in the in the in the, um, in the preview, so I, I don't know. <laughs> well, well, they've been uh, attempting to do uh, horror in comics, which is a great idea. So you got New Mutants. Who knows mm-hmm. if they'll come out? And then you got Spawn being worked on right now. Mm-hmm. Is that on? Is that in Sony? Oh, Spawn? Yes, because that's uh, Spider-Man. Oh, no, Spawn. Oh, no, I'm thinking of Venom is Sunny. Spawn, I have no idea what that is. I don't remember who's putting it out, but I know Jamie Foxx is the lead on that one. And McFarlane is working almost directly on it as co-writer. Yeah. And then with New Mutants, uh, we don't even know if that's going to be actually released because it's with Fox and it's part of the acquisition and they may just shelve it. Yeah, that's that is kind of bumming me out because I was all ready for it to to drop um, last spring. And (laughs) then it just kept getting pushed. And I'm like, oh, come on. It looks so good. But see, with that, can't they just do like a whole Miramax kind of thing where they have this separate um, child company where they produce their horror movies and is it don't they own touchstone is that part of it um i don't know i'm not sure i don't what lord disney has under their belt right now um <laughs> it's no one just to assume everything <laughs> yeah but but it was like it was Mir- like miramax was one of those i think um what was the other one um touchstone was one of them um the one that released uh, Nightmare on Elm Street and all that. Um, I, I can picture the logo in my head. Uh, New Line Cinema. New Line Cinema. There yeah, you go. New Line Cinema. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, those were all. Those were all like companies that were owned by bigger companies that didn't want to really be releasing horror movies. And I mean, New Line. Um, Freddie made New Line Cinema. Um, so yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I would. That's what I would do because. Deadpool is going to bring in so much money. New Mutants, because Deadpool's going to be in New Mutants, right? Um, that's the whole the whole thing. No, no, no. Oh, well, no. X-Force. I'm thinking. I'm thinking X Force. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, X Force. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it, it, they're going to oh. definitely have a horse spin on it, right, Eddie? I, I did. I remember. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Remember it's supposed that. to be horror. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's supposed to be what Demon Bear storyline. That's what's supposed to be. But mm-hmm. Who knows how they'll do that? Yeah. Um, I remember, I do remember hearing that part, but I'm, I was getting so confused here. X-Force, I'm thinking about X-Force. But same thing, um, I, from what I understand, even that might be shelled. And Disney will be losing a lot of money if they don't do that. So That's pretty amazing to have. Well, there's also the new X-Men movie that might get shelled. And to have oh, like yeah. just two movies just sitting out there somewhere, <laughs> just waiting, you know. Yeah. Only one of those will I be upset about if it doesn't come out. <laughs> X-Men yeah. is a horror on, on its own, on its own little thing. A... It's a survival horror. Can you make it to the credits? <laughs> yeah, that's well, that's kind of about it. Infinity, War, Infinity War. That was, uh, that's not horror, but I mean, I I heard I heard kids crying all over the theater when that happened. Oh, Yeah. That's Spidey's Spidey, my man. Yes, Spidey's my man. Spoilers, guys. Wait, you were worrying about spoiling it, and we're gonna sit here and talk. <laughs> Come on, if you hey. have not seen Infinity War, where the hell have you been? Under a rock. <laughs> spoilers, guys. Spoilers. <laughs> Anyways, um, so a, a new trailer has come out for Predator. Yes. 
Um, mm. Have you guys been watching these these trailers? Uh, I've kept a tentative eye on it. Um, the cast is interesting. Uh, there's a little bit more emphasis on the actual people this time, which mm-hmm. seems mm-hmm. that that's always been my problem with the Predator series. Outside of the first one, uh, it's always just been watched, you know, alien Punisher gun people down, which, yeah, okay. But <laughs> I, that's yeah. essentially what it is. Yeah. Or, call him Lobo. Um, <laughs> but uh, I there wasn't enough meat on the bone. And this time it seems like they're really trying to work out uh, a decent plot to go along with it. Mm-hmm. And if that's the case, man, sign me up. So I'm I'm very optimistic about this one. And that's uh, that's a franchise that I, I haven't really been in on for God since the original, honestly. Yeah. And, and this time they're mutating the, the Predator to be this even bigger, massive guy massive predator um so and i've what i've started doing is actually i only watch one trailer for a horror movie because then i don't want to get all excited about it and then be let down as i normally do with with these new horror movies coming up because <laughs> um, I, I feel like they started like giving away way too much in in the trailer so i just try to stay away from too many trailers unless it's a marvel movie <laughs> Well, I'm mainly sold on uh, Shane Black directing. That's uh, mm-hmm. what got me. Heck yeah. 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 That's uh, all so- I needed. I don't need to see any trailers. <laughs> you got you got that guy. I mean, he's 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 done. I mean, Ryan wants a story being told with like good meat on the bones and and good characters and stuff like that. Look at everything that he's had his hands on. I mean, going you know, Monster Squad, uh, Last Action Hero, anything like that. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, one of my favorites. Yeah, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Uh, the only movie I've ever watched back to back. You're just like, I gotta watch this again. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. Right when it got over, I was like, I need to watch that again. And then what's uh, the good guys? Which is, I'd almost say it's kind of the same universe. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, well, you know the the movie I do that with is is it the new one? Um, I actually have it. I have the DVD and I have it on HBO all the time. <laughs> <laughs> same. I did the exact same thing when I got. That was one of the few that I've ever done that with. So um, let's do a little bit more kid-friendly horror. Um, kid-friendly horror. I see um, a new poster actually about 21 hours ago for Goosebumps 2. I don't know if you guys saw any of the, Goose- the, Goosebumps, the first Goosebumps movie. I oh. personally kind of liked it, even though it was... Uh, I-, I grew up on Goosebumps because actually Goosebumps is what brought me in mm-hmm. uh, to reading and actually brought me to jump to Stephen King. Um, so the first movie, I actually liked it. A lot of people kind of didn't, um, but there's a new one. I- um poster and it looks like there's gummy bears and monsters um for the haunted halloween oh nice so um, i did you guys... saw it in the theaters uh so uh <laughs> i don't know if i'm the only one here with kids here uh i i i was pulled into the theater to watch it did you enjoy it yeah um okay. oh you got jack black you uh, i don't know i never really read too much rl stein but yeah it was it was good they they pulled it together pretty well that's cool. And, and the thing is that they actually used one of the books as the main little twist um, at the very end. And and that book, the book, I can't say it's a, the best book, but the twist that they use at the end is really, really good. Is it that thing from Under the Sink? <laughs> no. Because that's the movie I want. I want this fun movie. 
<laughs> just that the killer vampire sponge yes that is the movie i want um so yeah so that's going to be coming out i believe uh is it this year or is it early next year let me let me click on this real quick because like i said i'm just um you would think they'd try throwing it at in fall of this year for something like that if they've got it even re- it releases october 12th there you go there you go yeah, so we I, I'm looking at the poster right now. Um, it looks like uh, the a bondable snowman, the Pasadena is coming back. The werewolf, yes. um, a goblin. I'm not sure what that is. A witch and gummy bears. Since I guess they're replacing the gnomes with gummy bears this time around. And of course, Slappy. Slappy's Probably. always there. Of course. Yeah, Slappy always. I think Slappy's always going to be there. Um, so yeah, that looks pretty cool. Um, let's see. It has includes cast includes Wendy McLe- McLendon Covey from the Goldbergs and from Reno 911. Oh, nice. Uh, Ken Jong from Hangover. Uh, Chris Parnell from Anchorman or and from SNL. Um, Madison Eastman from uh, Jumanji and Welcome to the Jungle. Mm-hmm. Ben O'Brien from Manchester by the Sea. Um, K- uh, Khalil Harris from Castle Rock. Uh, Jeremy Ray Taylor from hey from um, from it, yeah. and Peyton Witch from Stranger Things. Who from Stranger Things? Uh, Peyton Witch. Do you know who the character was? I don't know uh, that. Let's one. see here. If you don't, don't go on the dive. I can certainly do it later. I was just well, no, I mean I I, I have to now because um, then it's going <laughs> to be in my in my head. He plays Troy in Stranger Things. I think he's one of the. Um, one of the jocks. I'm not sure who he is. He, I guess he just was in the background or something. I'm not sure who he is. Sweet. All right. <laughs> background character. I'm in now. Yes. For the background <laughs> character. Unless he's coming, unless he's going to be in the new season. I don't know. Oh, that could be. Yeah. Well, I didn't that, that sometimes they do. They, they do that. They, they roll in a, um, a background character from prior seasons and also make them a little more uh, spotlighty. I mean, Hey, this new season is going to take place in a mall. What? I'm so stoked <laughs> for that. It's going to be awesome. Well, uh, I believe he's the bully from the very first one. Oh. Uh. Yeah. Okay. He's one of he's one the, of the the one that pees his pants. Excellent. Gotcha. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, um, he looks a lot, well, I didn't recognize him because he looks a lot older than this picture that I just saw. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, you got to give a couple years. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. So let's let's bring it back to you guys. Um, so we we alluded to Ryan being in the in the anthology um, Cthulhu's Hardest, but we didn't even ask you what story you have in there. Oh, no worries. Um, so it's a uh, story called No DQ. Um, oh, okay, okay, yeah. It's uh, it's kind of a weird one. This was just an exercise in me doing something goofy for me. Um, are you guys familiar with the uh, the old Robert Johnson myth legend? um no so he's uh the blues musician that went to the crossword uh crossroads and sold his soul to the devil for talent oh okay 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 so it's a take on that except it plays off of uh my love of uh pro wrestling so it's a kid who sells his soul Mm -hmm. in order to become a pro wrestler and live out his dream so yeah i um that one was i remember seeing i'm like man this one seems a little bit um out of place but it was really good actually thank you man yeah uh is is that a um lovecraft thing 
Yeah, so it's loosely based. Oh, God, you're gonna make me pronounce this. Uh, it's loosely <laughs> based it. on an old gun, Nyarlathotep, I think, or something like wrong, that. Wrong, wrong. Oh, sorry, dude. I saw the symbol, the symbol that shows there, and I think I've seen it. And I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you, I'm not the biggest um, Lovecraft reader. I've, I'm okay. I'm not a Lovecraft reader. I've only um, heard of and seen some of this movie, the movies based on this stuff, but never actually read. Um, actual Lovecraft. I've read um, graphic novels and I've read stuff like that based on on Lovecraft. But mm. I know, I know, I've seen that symbol that appears when you know when he's yeah. um, he, he's walking around with. So I know I've seen it, but I could I I couldn't recall what it was. It is a Lovecrafting uh, sigil, and I am forgetting the name of it off the top of my head now because you got me up at 7 a.m. on Saturday. <laughs> Which is um, good for you. It's so good for you, Ryan. You're going to start this day, and you're going to feel so good about yourself. I'm going to go back to sleep, jerk. <laughs> oh, uh, sorry. I went to so bed at 4 a.m. Uh, you might have already been awake, though. So Yeah, there we go. <laughs> We're good. So how do you pronounce it, Greg? I don't know. I was just messing with you, dude. Yeah, I was gonna say you're gonna throw me <laughs> on the spot. Let's see you do it. Narlithotep, I believe. Shut Boom. up. Eddie. And, Eddie, Eddie is <laughs> he's the best because he's got all this stuff well, unlocked. I've been having to research for the series though, so I'm constantly, yeah. constantly reading and looking up because what Lovecraft is famous for never uh, phonetically spelling any of the words. So uh, yeah, even purpose. Cthulhu is up there. Yeah. No, but yeah, nobody actually knows how to spell it right? or say it. They just everybody kind of, kind of gave a. Everyone kind of, kind of just agrees. So that's why you say Cthulhu. Yeah. Squid Godzilla. <laughs> oh, Squid Godzilla. Yeah. <laughs> uh, actually, we um, I interviewed a what's it called um, a, a couple of a pair of creators. Um, well, when when was that in? Was it March before? or April? Yeah, March or April. Okay. And. They're what they're doing is they mix Lovecraft with like a PI kind of vibe. So, so it's yes. this PI who who goes around um, investigating these kind of like stories, but it's set in the Lovecraftian um, world, and um, it's it mixes really well. And they make some changes here and there, but it, it's it changes for for the better, and it's really really good. And um, since I brought it up here, I'm just gonna. Uh, I already, I had it in my tip of my tongue, and then um, as normal, I always forget stuff. So <laughs> it happens. I'm, it happens. I, I'm like I, my my brain uh, misfires sometimes, all, all the time. But um, so I'm just bring it up real quick. So now that I brought it up, I better. He's, he's got to do it. He's got to go to the conclusion. Yeah. He's got to tell you about um, the thing. So it's called Case File Arkham, and oh, it, yeah. right now it's two volumes. Um, and the creators, Josh Finley, I know that one. That's one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Josh is the writer, correct? Yes. Patrick McAvoy is the illustrator. Um, and if you guys have, if you guys have not heard that episode, I would recommend going back. They love Lovecraft. They talk about it. They have, they, they researched it so much. And, and Patrick actually has um, not only, he actually worked on a card deck game of Call of Cthulhu or something like that. I forgot mm-hmm. what it was called. So he has some some history with with um, not only Lovecraftian beans, but also ka- kaiju um, works. Yeah. That's awesome. That's actually a cool premise. So it's, are they hunting down Lovecraftian demons? Is that the idea? No, not necessarily. It's, it's like, a, like, like I said, it's like a PI um, that wants, that's hired to track down like missing people. 
but in the in in the whole investigation of it, it just turns out that Lovecraft, uh, they're in the, they're they're in they're in um in the Lovecraft world. So you know things are happening. Um, there's ghouls. There's um, Dagon comes out. Um, the, oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, so it, it just happens to be that the 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 elder gods or the or the um characters from from Lovecraft happen to just be there. Mm-hmm. So it 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 mixes them really well. I would recommend people to go out there and and not only listen to the episode but actually help them out as well. But I, I brought it up because uh, yeah, it 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 um there's so much Lovecraft going on, and that's not even the only other episode um that I have that <laughs> talks about Lovecraft. Um, so yeah, it's everywhere. It's all throughout the podcast. Yeah, it's hidden in in and you don't even know. Just like now, ironically enough, I don't know if you guys follow the the uh, Riverdale, the Archie series. It was oh, actually yes. introduced in the second season. Oh, I haven't uh, seen the second season yet, but I'm I'm about to start that. Dude, where are you, Benson? <laughs> Good. <laughs> Not everyone's too proud of uh, to watch uh, to admit watching Riverdale, but I think I, it's uh, no. pretty good. I'm right I, there with you, Eddie. It's no, but you know what? You know what? I see a lot of people saying, "Screw it, I like Riverdale." It's it's such a good show and such a good. I was thing. really bummed that they're not going to bring in Sabrina into the Riverdale universe, but they are at least making the Sabrina show. Uh, yes, yeah, it's, it's done by the same guy. They were going to tie it together, but then, mm-hmm. and I, for some reason, they just released it on Netflix, and it's not going to be tied in. So, yeah, at least what I've read. Yeah, kind of hints to where she's from, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, I'll be shocked if they don't work something out for a mega event in the season or two. If Sabrina can hold its own ratings wise, but if you don't tie it together now, it's an event if she shows up. I guess, I mean, even though it's on Netflix, if they can work some rights out or whatever, they can do the whole Arrowverse one episode or two episode kind of thing where they kind of tie into each other. Which That's what I'll I was be, getting. Yeah. Yeah. Which honestly, I got to say, I only watch The Flash and it kind of infuriates <laughs> me that I have to watch all four. All four well, shows. It's the best one out of them. So, yeah, uh, I have to watch all four of them to uh, to get the whole story. But uh, but I'm I'm hoping they're able to to uh, to to work it out, and I really enjoy the Riverdale show, and I I enjoy I used to enjoy the Sabrina show when I was younger, mainly mainly because I used to be in love with uh, John Hart. Yeah. Um, but that, that show was religion in my household. Like I am not even remotely too proud to pretend like I didn't absolutely worship <laughs> that damn thing. I mean, uh, you got her T-shirt. <laughs> I, I would bootleg one. I'll tell you that much. I don't think they actually made merch, but you're damn right. I'd run around with a giant Salem on my friggin' chest. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I love that show. What was his name? Nick McKay did the voice of uh, Salem. I mean, yep. yeah. yeah. I mean, come on. Well, I mean, that that actually was leading up to the next thing I was going to talk about, which was that the new Sabrina show. So, I mean, um, any anything? Have you guys heard anything about it? Um, I know it's supposed to be coming out. Um, Let's see. I'll just click on this link here and see when it's supposed to come out. It does say it's an it's it's a um what's it called a tribute to the Exorcist. Okay, so I haven't followed the show, but the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina comic oh. is absolutely insanely awesome. Um, like yeah. yeah, they've been doing some amazing stuff with the Archie series actually re- more recently. So. I I have read a, a couple things. Uh, 
there's a, what, a crossover with uh, uh, Veronica and Sabrina. That's really good. Mm-hmm. So this is what it says. Um, when we first heard about Netflix, Archie's comics based on Chilling Adventures Sabrina premiering on October 26th, so not too far from now, it was described as being totally in the vein of Rosemary's Baby and The Exorcist. So yeah, um, <laughs> have, um, and I was actually watching a movie last night called uh, My Friend Dahmer. Dahmer. I don't know if you have seen that one. Uh, uh, it's actually a pretty good, pretty good uh, movie. It's uh, based on Jeffrey Dahmer um, and his, I guess, leading up to his first for his first um, kill. Um, and the guy. It's actually a, a graphic novel too. So. Oh really? Okay. I was trying to figure out what it was based on. Like I had to be based on something. Amazing. Um, yeah, it was yeah. just an indie little comic. Yeah. Oh, cool, cool. And the guy actually uh, that plays Dahmer, Ross Lynch, will be playing Harvey in the Sabrina uh, oh. show. So that's a jump. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I actually, because um, I have this thing where um, if I like a movie or whatever, I IMDb almost everybody. <laughs> ah. I really, really hate that IMDb is out there. I wonder if it's going to be is it oh, yeah. off the comic though, like the, the Sabrina comic where Harvey's kind of no, no spoilers here, but yeah, <laughs> sweet. Yeah, no, it's uh, they're almost completely using the, the chilling adventures comic as their source material. Okay. And uh, from what the little bit I've seen and what I've heard is uh, they're going straight satanic hardcore within the first couple of minutes mm-hmm. to let all of the people who know it as either the, the little digest comic that you would pick up at the check stand or the Melissa Joan Hart ones that, uh, this mm-hmm. ain't your Sabrina. So they don't yeah. want, mm-hmm. they don't want to toy anybody along and then get all the, the parents pissed off and everything else. So it's <laughs> right out of the gate. It's supposed to be pretty brutal. And, and they did a great job with the the layout for, for the first, the first issue of the, um, of that book too, by letting you know, straight up, yeah. Hey, <laughs> here you go. So let's see who's going to be playing the ants. Um, let's see who's this. We have Lucy Davis, um, who came out in Wonder Woman, who will be playing uh, Hilda. Sure. Um, don't recognize the name, but she oh she was in the British uh, Office. Oh, she oh uh, she went Shaun of the Dead. Shaun of the Dead. Oh, okay. Oh yeah 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 yeah. So she's going to be playing Hilda. She plays a receptionist, I believe. She's the uh, the Pam, the British Pam. Yeah. <laughs> Which, uh, ironically, we are uh, watching now. We just watched the uh, the Office series recently, and we just started watching the the British version. Nice, oh, nice. Um, and we have Miranda Miranda Otto, who will be playing uh, what's the other end? Them Zelda. Zelda. Yeah. Zelda. Yeah. Um, Isn't that what she's she, from uh, Lord of the Rings? Yeah. Yes, yes. She was in um, Lord of the Rings uh, film series, uh, What Lies Beneath. Mm. She was a supporting role in that and The Thin Red Line. Very cool. Yeah, so those are going to be the ants. Um, anybody else here that that I know of as far as the... Uh, the I don't see Salem. Oh, no. <laughs> Sorry, Saul. It's not that not that kind of show. Dang. Well, I don't know. I don't know if Salem is one of the characters from the from the comic books or not. It'll be Nick Pake again. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. He's just gonna walk in. He's just gonna walk in and just start recording. Yep. It's just, but this time it's just Nick Pake and like cat ears. It, it's, 
<laughs> but those really cool headphone ones that flash. That's there the, you go. Yes, that's the that's and the image. Of course, I left out the main the main role because um, I, I can't really say her name. I don't think uh, Kiernan Shipka is going to play Sabrina. She's from Mad Men. Okay, hey, uh, I, I know one. I got one. Woo. <laughs> She's also from. Um, she played voices in Avatar: The Last Airbender and The Legend of Korra. Okay. Um, I remember watching a little bit of Airbender, but wait, what? You've only seen a little bit of Airbender? Yeah, I um, ended up going back to school and I never finished watching it. Greg, roll up a newspaper and hit him in the nose. That's (laughs) wrong. I I wish I could, but we're so far apart. He's in Texas. I'm I'm send it in the mail and I'll do it myself. Yeah. Is Ann still over there? Make Ann yeah. do it. Oh, Ann will do it. <laughs> she'll get done with the park, and then she'll come over to your house. She'll get out of the caves? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just just tell Ann I said hit him. It'll be fine. I will. I'll, I'll send in the message right now. I appreciate that. She'll, she'll roll up at your house at like 6 o'clock tonight. Your wife will be like, who are you? And then she's like, boom, whack. Whack. <laughs> Um, all right, so let's see what else we have. Uh, I guess we get, it's like spinning the wheel here to see what we have available um, in stories. Um, I guess Hereditary is coming on Blu-ray. I have, still have yet to watch that, but I it's on my list to watch, and uh, it, it, it upsets me that I haven't watched it. That one, that that that's got a. Uh, I haven't seen it either, uh, but the look of it, it's got a a nice little psychological uh, touch to it. Feels like. I'm no um, help on that one. Yeah, I I don't even know. I have nothing to add there. <laughs> anytime, anytime you're dealing with like a family of uh, w- that has interesting, weird things that are happening uh, in it, it always seems to get me. Uh, get my again. It's that insomnia brain, you know. So like you're you're like you see that, and then you're like, oh, okay, that's that's a movie. And then you know later on in your normal life, all of a sudden something happens. You're like. Did I just see that? <laughs> and and, and I guess, um, I've said it before because we talked about it one, a little bit. Um, Tony Collette's in it, and I was just watching Little Miss Sunshine yesterday. Oh, yeah, so yes. one of my favorite movies. Um, we have a new trauma movie coming out. A new trauma movie. Portugal will host trauma for um, for the world premiere of Fernando L. Zombie film Mutant Blast. Huh. I didn't know Troma still did anything besides oh. licensed toxic. No, no, no. They do a lot, man. You should see them at uh, at at shows that they go out to. They are they they have a really good spread. They bring out their directors, sometimes actors and actresses from their films and stuff like that to do meet and greets in their booths. It's it's a it's a pretty big to do. So uh, whatever they're and they get a lot of new upcoming and or. Uh, um, other other people who have been in the industry that are just like oh, I got this crazy idea I want to do and Trauma's gonna you know Trauma's gonna do it. All right, huh. so I, I found this new, I found this story that I I know I was excited when I saw it a couple days ago. Guillermo, I I I am Latin and Hispanic and I just <laughs> mispronounced his first name. Guillermo, Guillermo? Del Toro. <laughs> Guillermo Del Toro confirms that creatures in scary stories to tell in the dark will be true to the book illustrations. Yes. So uh, by that response, I'm, I'm assuming you all read the start of the books. Oh, God. That, yes, sir. Uh-huh. that was the Bible 
in <laughs> elementary school. Oh yeah. I I remember I I would actually uh, that may be uh, more of an introduction to horror than anything else, really. Yeah, I think I think um, Scary Story Stones Arc and Goosebumps were the first books that I actually actually ended up reading, and I actually still remember um, the stories that were in there. Um, I'm. I don't know. I remember the the, the big toe was like the very first one that people leave. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. The Herald, the the Scarecrow. Um, and then of course you have the urban legend ones in there. That's one like the, the lady that has the spiders, um, yep. spider eggs in her. And mm-hmm. her, I don't know if it was in her hair or even in, in her cheek or something like that. Um, so yeah, so that's going to be um, the monsters that will appear on there will be true to the book. Excellent. Um, that's going to be fun. That yeah. should be badass. So, um, Actresses that are going to be in it, uh, Zoe Coletti uh, from Annie was the first to be announced. Hmm. Um, Michael Garza from Wayward Pines and um, The Hunger Games. Um, Austin Abrams from The Americans and Brad Status. Um, I don't recognize any other one. Not that I recognize the last one, but... um, I'm trying to see if I can recognize anybody else in here, but yeah, um, it's supposed to be released in 2019. So um, I'm I'm pumped about that. That sounds good. I actually, before we move off of that one, I got a quick little story that's I think Greg will geek out about. Did you know uh, the artist that uh, Stefan Gamel was at the last Emerald? Uh really of um for, uh, from from Tales. From scary stories. Sorry, yeah. sorry, that's what I meant. I'm, so I'm, the, I tell. <laughs> no worries, man. Well, it's to tell in the dark. I'm sure is what yeah. you got it. But uh, <laughs> so yeah. Oh, go ahead, Greg. I was gonna say, I, how did I not know this? Okay, continue. Yeah, he. I've never seen him at a show ever. No. Um. So he's the guy who did all of those insanely creepy uh, charcoal illustrations with the spot of the colors and stuff. So all the images you remember, that's all mm-hmm. Stefan Gamel, right? Yeah, yeah. So he was at uh, Emerald City, and he was about a line or two down from us. And uh, on, I don't know what, it, um, I don't remember what day it was, but uh, so I always go around comic conventions with a box of donuts and oh. uh, hand it out to artists and stuff like that. And uh, whatever day it was, I think it was Saturday or Sunday, I was doing that. Anyway, I didn't know the guy, but it's like, ah, screw it. So what did you say hi and give somebody a donut? So I went and said hi gave him a donut uh said you know love your work you know everything else and uh when i came back to my table later on uh i think it was sunday uh there was a first printing of scary stories to tell in the dark sitting on my desk on the table with a signed sketch in it that says thanks for the donuts oh nice that is awesome the dude is awesome like insanely friendly for somebody who i don't think most people actually know who did the art yet everybody knows the artist's work like instantly it's hit such a chord for so many people but uh while we have that out there i gotta say i think he's actually starting with the new movie and stuff to do the uh, convention circuit oh that's cool so just nice. to give people a heads up, if you want to go meet this dude, get your book signed, because I haven't seen anybody ever associated with that stuff, like out doing any sort of media. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I think the author, I think he passed away, if I remember correctly. Uh, let's see. Al- are you thinking of Alvin uh, Schwartz? Yeah. Yes. I think so. And I, I remember he actually, 
I didn't know it was his Alvin Schwartz, but he had um, another set of books called, uh, or another book at least called In a Dark, Dark Room. Yes. And I didn't know that was him. I didn't know it was him. I should have known it was him. I have it over here. <laughs> so good. Yeah. Um, and I I think that one um, it introduced me to like the green ribbon and mm-hmm. the big teeth and all that. And it's crazy that I still remember this because sometimes I don't have the great greatest memory. But I don't think any of us do. <laughs> but because, because I have a vivid of, memory of that uh, Green Ribbon yeah. story. I think that's an amazing story. Actually. I've seen that that story retold in like anthology films all the time. Uh, I think it was in Campfire Tales. I think '97, mm-hmm. I believe. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it, it, I've seen it all the time. And then it was funny thing is that that Big Teeth. I don't know if you remember the Big Teeth. Um, it's a little kid that's walking around and he gets. For some reason, walking around the city in in dark, um, late late at night, and then these people just randomly show him their big teeth, and then he meets another person who has even bigger teeth. Um, and there's actually a story that I heard in from Mexico um, that supposedly supposedly happened to someone um, that that is related to me that he was drunkenly going home one day by horseback because it's out there in the middle of uh, the middle of nowhere, uh-huh. um, and he heard a, a baby crying. He goes to pick up the baby. And all of a sudden, he's like, what the heck is this baby doing out here? And I go, I guess I got to, you know, um, take him somewhere. You know, I can't just leave him out here. And then all of a sudden, the baby talks to him and says, look at, look at my big teeth. And it looks down and big ass teeth come out. And oh. he, he says he drops it. And then supposedly, this is why he doesn't drink anymore. <laughs> I wouldn't either, man. It's just something like that. <laughs> How so, far can you drop kick a baby? <laughs> this podcast is taking a turn. <laughs> kick the baby. <laughs> yeah so so i mean um stories like that like i've heard here and there and like i said i say supposedly because i, I don't know um they're not always the most reliable person but they don't drink anymore so i, I don't know <laughs> they might have they might have found some shrooms i don't know <laughs> uh, who knows i believe uh, any story that ends with and that's why i don't do blank anymore <laughs> yes that's true at least i i, I could say i can believe them at least he be- at least he believes that that happened. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah, I mean, if it I, didn't happen, if it didn't happen, at least he believes it happens. And it put the fear in him. Yeah, <laughs> fear. All right, uh, Greg, you said you had something to uh, share. Yeah, so uh, it, it also circles back to um, prior prior podcast and, and whatnot. But uh, there's this book coming out from Boom called uh, Bone Pariah or Parish, uh, and it's it it is kind of uh, the tag is that it's, it's like the wire with drugs made from dead people. Um, it's wow. written, uh, it's written by Colin Bunn, but the art is by uh, uh, the uh, blood and gourd uh, book three artist, Jonah Scharf. Oh, nice. Nice. Okay. So you got some connections here. Yeah. So uh, it looks like it's going to be pretty good, a pretty good story. It's about a, a family who basically they're part of a uh, two different warring dr- uh, drug cartels, and and one is uh, making making drugs from the ashes of dead people, uh, and uh, and basically the uh, the the battle that ensues between them because it's it's kind of dark and uh, you know horrific when you think about it. <laughs> so I'm actually gonna try um, to see, or I'm gonna try to convince you to see if I can get them on the show then now. Because I really want to uh, learn more about this. I don't know. Yeah. 
I would. Uh, I, I definitely could try. Twist some Jon- Jon- well, Jonas, Jonas is German. He's from Germany, so I don't know time. How time? <laughs> we've we've tried to do this with international calls uh, prior, and sometimes it uh, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. So, uh, we'll we'll see. We'll see. I got yeah. up at six thirty. Get the German. I, <laughs> I will. I will. I will see what we can do. Um, no excuses. Ah, no excuses. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But yeah, it's a, if you like, if you, it's definitely something that uh, people like a, a crime story with a, a little tr- uh, horror angle to the, to the side of it. They should go check it out because uh, um, it's, you know, anytime you got some crazy darkness where people are catching, uh, uh, catching the past lives of those who they've just ingested. I mean, who knows, man, could be, could lead to anything. I'll read anything Colin Bunn does, but yeah. <laughs> I'm actually going to try to get somebody on the show here, um, Mr. Eric Esquivel, um, um, who is working um, with Vertigo, um, and they're releasing a, they're doing a re-release of Vertigo, from what I, from my understand, and he's working on Border Town, Ooh, and this is the summary summary for it. When a crack in the border between the world's releases an army of monsters from Mexican folklore, the residents of Devil's Fork, Arizona, blame the ensuing weirdness that shared nightmares and other wily radio transmissions, the mysterious goat mutilations on god dang illegals. <laughs> on god dang illegals. I guess they're they're blaming everything on the illegals. With racial tensions supernaturally charged, it's a new kind uh it's up to the new kid in town, Frank Dominguez, and the motley crew of high school misfits to discover what's really going on in the town torn between two two worlds. Um, which it really excites me. Yeah, well, yeah. That, uh, I, think right, I think he's right in the front page too. Actually, I think that's Chupacabra. Nice. Which uh, he's the traditional Chupacabra, not the the real Chupacabra look. Mm-hmm. Chupacabra's real. With the uh, the. I was gonna the, say, did you just throw down the real Chupacabra look? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Chupacabra's real. Very real. He's a he's he's like a dog actually. Yeah, and he jumps. <laughs> and that's when I stopped drinking. <laughs> in the All right. I want to move on to the last thing that I have here that I found and it's not that I just found but I remembered um, another another blast from I guess from our childhood or my childhood are you afraid of the dark is yeah. um, I don't know if it's coming back as a show or if it's coming back as a movie because I've heard both October 11th, 2019, and it just says in production. That's what yeah. I, that's all I have on it, but I don't believe we've talked about it. Um, if you go to something like Wikipedia, which is, you know, the the real most realist of news in, in, of uh, anything I can find, um, it says it's going to be a movie. Um, on other sources, I've seen that it's going to be a reboot. Um, Nickelodeon's making a reboot of it. Hmm. So I don't know. Maybe it's just Nickelodeon Films now just doing the movie, but you know they should they should recast some of the old actors and actresses from the, the previous the, their previous uh, stints on the show and in their grown up version being like the parents or something. It would be great to see uh, Baby Goose Ryan Gosling uh, come back <laughs> in the camera say. episode. <laughs> oh, you know who's you know who should direct it because he directed a or actually he stole a story from it. Oh, uh, <gasps> Shyamalan. Man, what a twist! Do you know what I'm talking about, right? He stole yeah. a Six Sense twist or from uh, from Are You Afraid of the Dark? Uh, totally, man. Dude, I he think was... he I think he even uh, admitted to it, or I don't know. He's like, I was I was totally I I I remember watching this as a kid. <laughs> I believe it, and yeah. that is why I watch nothing but sports in the shopping channel. Why, right? <laughs> That's a good way to be. So yeah, so um, 
let, let's finish it off with talking to you guys here again. Um, Edward, anything that you're going to be, um, well, you already talked to us about what you're going to be working on, but anything else you want to plug, anything else you want to go ahead and talk about before we wrap up? Um, actually, I am attempting uh, to start my own anthology, and the open call actually goes out uh, this Monday. So, Woo. Cool, cool. So, so just, um, uh, I guess, keep an eye on the, the interwebs for that. If there's anything you would like me to share on the on the in the links or in the descriptions of this episode, let me know and I'll make sure to put that in there. Oh, that's great. Yeah, thanks. Cool, cool. Um, What's Ryan, the premise? I'll go ahead. Oh, Ryan. sorry. No, no, go ahead. Oh, the premise. Uh, I I have a thing for uh, public domain properties. Uh, Lovecraft is one of them. Um, but it'd be a crossover public domain character. So you, uh, just crossing over you know, one public domain character uh, with another public domain character, but uh, the theme is monsters. So somewhere in there, I uh, just have a monster element to it. And it's called a uh, monster mashup. And the main theme idea was just because we thought monster mashup sounded good. Can someone please do a Wizard of Oz uh, horror story, please? <laughs> Ooh. That's, a, that's a request there, someone, please, please, someone. I, I like this idea. <laughs> Uh, how about you, Ryan? Uh, I'm, yeah, no, I'm pretty uh, laser focused here on uh, my book, The Night Crew. Um, I don't really have any other side projects going. Uh, the one thing I will plug on that that I didn't get a chance to is uh, there's a certain uh, co-host of this podcast that's going to have a little tie-in project that goes along with The Night Crew. What? I, I uh, guess I should say that um, I'm working with Ryan on this. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. man. Uh, oh. <laughs> you all along this whole time? I upgraded. Shut up, Greg. Oh, my God. I feel so betrayed. <laughs> okay, no, no, for real. Uh, okay, so Greg is going to be helping you with this? Yeah, so uh, one of the, the lead characters in the Night Crew is a failed sci-fi writer. And uh, oh, I thought it would... Much like the co-host of this show. <laughs> yes. So uh, I thought it would be a real cool, fun little tie-on if I could release like a really cheesy, uh, old-school sci-fi style like novel pinup book, like the little uh, dime store pulp book. And uh, Greg here, as soon as I'm done with the edits in the next probably two or three days, I'm sending Greg the scripts, and uh, I'm uh, I'm so, I'm excited to see what he does there because it's it's basically carte blanche for Greg to be as weird as he wants to be. And I know how scary that sentence is. Oh no. <laughs> I, I, you describe me as the Gallagher of comics. So, I mean, yes. <laughs> uh, and, and being a previous clown in my, in my prior life, I, I can, I can get kind of weird. So yeah, that's, that's the only other thing I'd plug that uh, I, I'm more than happy to leech off of everything he's built here and his career and use his name to help shield it. So, Greg's helping. Uh, yeah. And of course, Greg, Greg is like helping everybody in uh, the comic book, co indie comic book world. That's it's 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 I'm giving back to the community in which I love. <laughs> Greg is a whore. There you no, go. A whore fan. Yeah. Oh, 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 sorry. Greg is a whore. Yeah. Yeah. Fan. Fan. <laughs> Greg, anything new you want to plug? Um, also, well, I, I like uh, Eddie talked about his his anthology. I, I'm gonna just throw 
that uh i'm also i'm i'm, I'm working I'm, I'm gonna work with him on that too we didn't uh we didn't talk about it uh we talked about it before but um i'm definitely in on that as well because as as uh as ryan says i love horror yeah yeah <laughs> so, so i'll go ahead and plug some some news as well for us here for for the podcast um so august 25th which was as of this recording last saturday um I was at Texas Podocalypse in Austin, and I met a, um, a host of a pretty good, pretty good amount of uh, podcasts uh, based out of the Austin, Dallas, Fort Worth, and San Antonio areas. And um, we will be going back to doing what we used to do with a lot of, uh, which is the film reviews or movie reviews. Mm-hmm. And we got some um, hosts from different podcasts coming on. Uh, we're going to be doing something like um, The Thing, reviewing The Thing, um, oh. reviewing Evil Dead, um, The yes. Exorcist, yes. The Others. Yes. Um, so, um, we'll be bringing those, um, um podcast, um, hosts on we'll be, we've got Shay and Aaron from, uh, all crime, no cattle. We got Lainey from uh true crime fan um, podcast, um, true crime fan club podcast. <laughs> um, well, who wants to do the others? Um, she was actually going to try to be on this episode here, but, uh, she, she wasn't able to come at the very, very last moment. Mm. Um, we have um, we haven't picked out what we want to do with with um, he's a host of uh, the best darn diddly um, podcast or review podcast it's, it's a Simpsons podcast pretty much um, <laughs> and uh, I had been wanting to do the Treehouse of Horror um, but mm. um, I'm pretty sure he's already done that so I, we'll, we'll figure out what we want to do with with him so this already, but we haven't done it here and Halloween is always. <sighs> here true, that is true and um i'm and i was actually uh, interviewed by all crime no cattle for that for that um that meetup so i'll let you all know when uh that comes up and they release that unless unless they decide to cut me out <laughs> oh no <laughs> but um but you know um I, I, I they're good good people good people um i really really enjoyed meeting those people so um and thank you, anyone, any fan who went out there and actually met with met with us, met with um, all the different podcasts. Uh, we will be heading uh, um, to Dallas, back to Austin, and in San Antonio for to the twenty nineteen. Just need to figure out the dates. Uh, what what we will um, be doing and when will we be doing that? That's so cool. yeah. All right. So I want to thank Edward and Ryan both for, for coming on here and talking just randomly. Um, I know, like I said, we just try to just do this. Um, mostly all the other shows are pretty, pretty much structured. And this particular episode, we want to be un, as unstructured as possible, if you can tell. Hey, man, it works. Well, thank you for having me. Uh, you guys actually uh, pop my uh, podcast cherry, I guess. Woo! Oh, there you go. We'll, we'll be in your mind all, forever and ever now. Well, I won't sleep. That's good. You guys uh, treated me uh, gentle. <laughs> there you go. Just let it happen. Just let it happen. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that works. I got on this by a late night text from Greg asking if I was up. So this works. Hey. hey we we kind of <laughs> do that sometimes too. We kind of yeah. like, hey, I know it's last minute. Do you want to come on? Yeah, pretty much. That's but no, was. seriously, thanks for having me on, guys. It was fun. Well, thank you all for, for joining us. And, um, any new stuff coming up like that, let us know. We'll be more than happy to have you on the show. That's awesome. I'll take you up on that. All right, guys. Yeah, thank well, you very I, much. I definitely will, yeah. Oh, thank Awesome, awesome. And thank you guys for joining us for this episode. Uh, let us know what you think. Comment and share this episode and um, help us help us spread the, the, the podcast around. Thank you, guys. We'll see you guys next time. It's your turn to be afraid. 
Are you a fan of things that go bump in the night? Chills up your spine, paralyzed by fright. Thrill by horror at the center of a chat. Then welcome to the nerds from the Crypt Podcast.